rediscover the facets of yourself that have been kept hidden away for far too long. For just $1, you can take a journey and make it your ultimate transformation. Center of the Sun Plus offers more tools, support, and community to help you explore your inner realms. Click the link in the description to join today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, hello. Can I help you? I think you, bitch, I think you just clicked on the wrong podcast on this day. Woo! My goodness gracious. Welcome, though. I am Sun 21 on Twitter. And in a nutshell, I produce, edit, and disseminate content specifically for black gay people who want to live for ever yes i said it forever and have fun while doing it honey my current projects include this podcast center of the sun live streaming various other pieces of pieces of content and i'm learning how to become a music producer so i want to collaborate with as many innovative black black gay people as possible if you proudly identify as such welcome I urge you to ask for more information. And if you're curious, and if not, I'm going to have to kindly ask you to leave. But what the fuck is duality? And why am I just getting hip to it? What does it mean for our daily life? Well, if you want that answer, you're in the right place. This is Center Sun, and I'm your host. Thank you for listening. Let's dance, bitch. And if you can't dance right now, just imagine yourself dancing, like getting it. Dance, dance. Ah. Or you can sing. Or tap your foot. Get up. Let the language of the universe move you today on this day. And if I could go to a dance party right now, Jesus Christ knows I would not need any drugs or alcohol because I've been up. Just up. Just me, myself, and I'm. Dance. DJ, turn it up.
I'm over here just looking at the news and fucking what is going on? This is why I don't watch basketball in the first place or any sports. What's going on with this with these tall ass men? See this thing? Oh my god. Of course. Of course tall ass basketball players are out here acting a whole ass fool. Um, there was a trans woman or somebody got outed. I'm not even getting into it because it's so toxic, but this is, I'm just saying, this is why I don't fucking watch sports in the first place. As a child, I feel like, okay, I feel like I have like a, the gift of like premonition or something because y'all could have saw this coming from a mile away. But in a nutshell, again, um, there was a particular basketball player who was outed for whatever reason. The trans person that he was also with was outed or she outed somebody. I don't know. Basically, anything anything that has to do with trans people, I already know. Trans people are going to suffer. And I think I can't go into it because what I think I saw on Twitter was that a black gay cisgender man, cis meaning static, meaning uh, not changing their gender or hasn't changed their gender. Um, a cisgender gay man started all this mess. So basically, I have been teasing this whole fucking episode all week. Thank you for watching my weird videos. <laughs> this is what happens with the fucking vortex of creation. So we're going to talk about dualities um, today. And we're going to talk about vibration and being a vibrational being because the more we stay down in the weeds with the haters, the less um, opportunities we get to ascend as supernatural beings. So um, I also believe that um, that black gay people, specifically people like me, black gay men who have sex with other men. Um, I find joy in validating your humanity um, because I actually do feel like we're superhuman. And as I'm learning about duality and higher consciousness and ascension and all of these things, what I'm learning is that, guess what? We've already been through this shit. We've been going through all this bullshit, laying down our ego, uh, cutting ties with, you know, just like crazy amount of have a human evolution we've done because we've had to do it and i think that's the gag i think that's the survival mechanism that's why those survival mechanisms we had to realize those as like infants basically because our higher self knew basically it doesn't matter we've already we've done the work that the hoteps are doing right now so Let's play truth or dare later, you know? Let's just, like, get into it because I got a few stories to share with you. Crazy stories. And, well, mainly just crazy thoughts. Not really crazy stories, but two particular stories I want to share with you today relating to how I have come to realize certain things about myself and how I am ascending as a... Um, vibrational being or conscious being or just a human in general because 
we don't live we are not monolithic we are not one thing so let's get into it you know let's just see how many different variations we can create in this freaking plane of existence but anyway how are you doing today i hope you are well because we have a lot to get into Please um, send me your feedback if you have any. Uh, if you're joining me on the on a live stream, please send your feedback to host at centrosun21.com. I have posted the email address on the screen. So either uh, if you're watching this in a live stream or you're listening to this um, at a later time, please either check the screen or check the description for my email address, host at centrosun 21 Com. I'm going to ask you several questions throughout the show. So if you feel compelled to answer any of them, just shoot me a, a note. Um, and please keep in mind that I will never share or whatever your email address. So bam, 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 bam. Um, please send it to me because what I don't do are stranger bitches in my motherfucking emails. So I will not do the same to you. Um Every time I always try to log into New York Times, I can never do it. Um, every time I'm on air, I always try to log into New York Times, and I can't log in. Oh, let me do my Google Google account. Oh, guess what I can do? I can log in as the host of Center Sun Twenty One and look at my Google account because that's how I roll up in here, up in the club, up in the club. That's where we are today. We're up in the club. So the New York Times, <laughs> the New York Times. So let me tell you about the New York Times. I have a love-hate relationship with the New York Times because, first of all, ain't nobody got time to read all this shit. It's too many stuff. It's too much stuff. But for four dollars, like their little Black Friday sale, four dollars a month, bitch. Yeah, I guess I'll suffer through it. Like fuck, fuck y'all, fuck the Huffington Post, fuck the Washington Post, fuck everybody else. Because the New York Times is four dollars, and they've been coming through with the heat ever since they allowed Donald Trump to become president. So, because I really, I really don't think anyone. I really, truly believe that we did not realize that his ass was about to be president. I really don't think we did. But it's fine. We will see, and that's the thing. That's the, that's the thing about life. You gotta stop being so resistant to the things that you don't like because it just means that you need to find something that that you fuck with. Duh. Um, and leave everything out and leave everything else in the dust. So, what are we looking at? What is the New York Times reporting today? What are your headlines? What head? Where do you read um your your news? Do you? get it on social media you get it on facebook from the russians dumbass no you need to get a real newspaper real newspaper like who else okay i don't know like okay so this show is for black people whatever so any black people that have like a black grandpa who has a black grandpa raise your hand if you're happy and you know it um every day my grandpa read the newspaper multiple times a day he worked at the freaking newsstand like he worked at the newsstand when he was retired. Like literally, I keep hit, I hit, I keep hitting my mic, but I don't give a fuck. Um, he will be down there. Well, okay. So the back, so in my hometown, the back of the newsstand did have a little porn shop. Eyes are blinking very hard right now, but um, he, but reading is fundamental. If you're reading porn, if you're re- if you're getting your news from from a porn magazine. 
I'm very impressed because I wouldn't be able to do I wouldn't be able to do it. But some people like Playboy is like a a real thing. But um, if you're if you get the news only from one source, please expand <laughs> your repertoire. Um, so some some things that I do, I subscribe to the, to the New York Times because Crystal told me to. Uh, because that's what Crystal does. And then because she's like the smartest person that I know on the internet right now. So, and the, the smartest wh- also while having the most fun. Because Kid Fury, like you can tell like Kid Fury is getting like real serious with like his career and shit. And Crystal's like, no, I'm staying drunk. I'm staying drunk. It's fine. Um, everybody loves me. It's fine. Because that's what happens when your soul, that's what happens when you like do the work of your soul. It doesn't matter what you do. You can't take yourself off track because there, because there was, because there is no way to get off track. Because that's your soul. That's like your, perp, you know, that's like the intention of your whole being is to do this one thing. So, um, on the last episode of of, of the read, it, it was a live episode that Crystal Kifuri shared with us. Thank you for sharing us your live shows because they're way funnier than the pre-recorded ones. But. <laughs> And that's not shade. That's just like because of the energy of the crowd. And they're obviously performers. And the energy of the crowd gets them also energetic. It's like that's what I'm that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about that thing when and we don't pay attention to it. When we're with other people, how do we feel when we are in other crowds? Now, some people are introverts and they need to go be alone and practice being in crowds and like da 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 I'm I don't have that problem I have to practice being alone and I've done it actually very well for the last few years um becoming less codependent on other people but I that takes practice so op- so conversely or on the opposite end of that spectrum I um I was listening to the read and and here and kind of and I can tell by the way that they're interacting um, that like she was getting a little too lit, but it was fine because the crowd was lit and there was a bar at the th- you know whatever. So anyway, and they're friends, so I probably have no, I don't have any context for like how they're speaking to each other. So it doesn't matter, but it just gave me more justification for being oneself. Like it's crazy, like how many, how we're socialized to like focus directly on how other people view us but it's actually the opposite how you view yourself is actually how other people view you so if you don't like yourself then it's not fucking hard oh my god like what oh but you know that's fine that's fine because most people it, it is what it is because gay people that's why I don't even know we're talking to the, I'm talking to the choir right now because it doesn't because we've already gone through this. <laughs> we've already gone through it. We've already gone through this whole lifetime. Well, not everybody. Well, actually, I'm, yeah, let me stop being so gracious because a lot of people because we're dealing with this transgender trans woman thing on uh, Twitter right now. And I'm like, uh, I don't even want to look at it because I because World AIDS Day is coming like literally World AIDS Day is coming. And you know what I was going to focus on? the disparate uh, effect of hiv on trans people and now it's ruined so okay (laughs) okay um in other news uh trans people news um 
Uh, the New York Times just reported on November the 23rd that Trump asked the Supreme Court for fast ap- appeal on transgender military bans. So, uh, well, that's why he wanted Kavanaugh in the Supreme Court so we can really get this shit going. Um, let's just like, how many people can we dehumanize today? <laughs> Huh? Um, I can't wait. Oh, the future is so bright. Um, That's why we need to ascend. We need to get off this plane of existence because if we wait for everybody else to fix the world. Yeah. Uh, Moving along. Um, Politics. So the Trump administration invites healthcare industry to help rewrite the ban on kickbacks. Okay. Whatever. That's ridiculous. I'm reacting in real time. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is just... I hate... Oh, God, I hate these fucking headlines. So, I think it's just because we're fast-tracking. Because Donald Trump and the Republicans have lost so terribly in these midterms elections, like, not even... It pales in comparison to what happened to Barack Obama. Because... This is the uh, biggest flip or the biggest swing in our um, government administration or the the legislative branch since Watergate. So we are very fortunate. (laughs) And this just goes to show all you foreigners out there, all the people that are not from the United States, like, please don't comment on our elections unless you see the full picture because it is fucked up. We don't need to be reminded that it's fucked up, but sometimes it's not fucked up, and we like it that way. Thank you. So if you've been following me on Twitter, um, you can tweet me at centersun 21 but if you've been following on following me on Twitter, you have seen me just post some really random shit this week because... Um, I am a kind of insane person. <laughs> I'm an excuse me. Oh, God, I need to stop eating during these things. I was trying to get my life together, but I am an insane person, and when I get an idea in my head, no. Okay, so let me give you let me give you the background. So, ever since I was a child. And I just actually realized this the other day. I literally realized this the other day. Um, As I was, like, having so much fun. I've been, like, elated. Like, I have never been more happy to... I don't know, live my life. I don't know, live my life. I don't know why I'm so happy. Well, I know why I'm happy. So, first reason why I'm happy is because I take the best antidepressant that I've... That I didn't even know existed. So... At a baseline, I've been able to lift my mood to normal. Like, I didn't realize. See, this is the kind of shit that pisses me off is that gay people, black gay people are so downtrodden and can be so downtrodden that we forget that, like, there's a whole goddamn world out here with, like, infinite possibilities. And we're so downtrodden and so beaten down that we forget that like there's life outside of our umwelt our reality last season on center sun center of the sun um we talked about david eagleman do you remember him 
He's a neuroscientist who wrote several um, short stories about the afterlife in his book called Some. He also has done a lot of research around neuroscience, and he actually was able to find evidence of a like personal universe inside of our body based on the ebb and flow of calcium atoms like who the like what huh bitch what but when i talk about one's umvelt that's where that came from he he described he describes in his research that it's really hard for us as humans to think outside of our reality our umvelt like even a bat like, like he gave the example of a bat. Like a bat is blind, and da da da. There's a certain set of circumstances that the bat falls underneath, and then that's how he makes his decisions. So that's how black gay people, <laughs> you know, black gay men, women out here, trans people, whoever you are, if you identify proudly as black and gay, um, we have to acknowledge the fact that our brains may be broken, and that's been the first. And not broken in a negative sense, but like not firing on all cylinders, like survive, like kind of a survival kind of thing. Like once you once you've grown into a certain level of adulthood, your neuron, like literally the structure of your brain doesn't change again. And if it does change, it only changes. It only it's only degrading. You know, it's only getting worse. It's not getting better. So once you're an adult, like. How you think and move and stuff throughout the world is really hard to change that. So that's one of the blessings that I've been able to find in the last 10 years is a damn new pill to fucking take. But and this goes against the conscious community like the hoteps and the conscious people and the channelers and the this and that because I need it. And without it. I wouldn't have the mental capacity to continue thinking about things outside of my suffering, which is unwarranted because that's just my brain is broken and I just default to suffering. And I say no more. So the first thing I did was fix my fix my brain. And by doing so, it brought me up to this level of just normal behavior so as a result when one resolves depression what because one of the uh, one of the we hate talking about depression but i'm like uh it's the only thing that explains anything anything about me (laughs) any quirk about me or anything i'm like yeah i can point directly to um a disorder that i have a mental illness around depression because of the way I was socialized. So a lot of my decisions that I make directly stem from experiences in my childhood. So uh, I've been extremely happy lately because it's taken so long. I'm 30. (laughs) I've never felt, you know, I've felt like this maybe... Yeah, when I was younger, but in my 20s, I didn't feel like this at all. I don't believe I remember my 20s because it was so ridiculous. But so as a result, I'm getting back into my hobbies. I'm getting back into the things that I love. It's hard to get back when you've spent 10 years in like a weird, re- another reality, basically, because as I'm as I'm reemerging, I am not social. I no longer have 
similar things in common with people. Well, I never did in the first place. That's why I was so weird. But now that I'm thinking out loud, sorry. But, um, but I've been sharing a bunch of shit on Twitter because of it. And I'm trying to manage myself because you people are mean and not you, not you people. What do you mean by you people? No, not you, but like the internet is mean. I don't want to do so much because I don't care. Honestly, it doesn't matter if you're mean to me. I don't give a fuck, honestly, but I just don't want to, I don't want to waste my time on people who don't appreciate it. Yeah, like I don't I don't waste my time with people who don't appreciate me. I don't go where I'm not wanted. So I don't want to find out that I'm not wanted on Twitter quite yet because I love Twitter. It's so it's so fun. It's so fun, but you're gonna have to deal with it. You're gonna have to deal with my bullshit and you're gonna have to deal with my um crazy ass music videos that are not really music videos. So basically, I'm learning how to um produce music. I've sang my entire life. And I've always been the leader. You know, I'm a leader. I'm a lead. I'm not really a lead singer. I don't like being a lead singer, but I was always forced to be the lead singer because I can sing. But I'm really bad at ad-libbing. That's why this podcast is ridiculous all the time. But, um, (laughs) but, um, I share my music on Twitter. So if you want to hear my music, oh, and then you can find me. Yeah, and that's where you find where you can stream my music too, if you want to stream it. But I've been crazy happy lately, and it's Thanksgiving. You know, just gratitude flowing out of me. Um, I'm really bad at holidays, though. Are do you like do you like holidays? If you don't like holidays, send me an email telling me why. Um. It will not be shared. I don't want to. I don't want to share it with other people. But I just want to connect with other people who also hate holidays because number one reason, religion, or the lack thereof. I don't get it. And then because I'm like, if I'm not practicing white Christianity, then what's the point? Like I literally don't understand. I don't get it. I literally don't because I never really have money, so I don't really like. I never bought gifts, so we went to church. So now I don't go to church. So what do I do? Like I just look at everybody else, smile, and have rosy cheeks. Like what? Like no. So if you don't like holidays and prefer not to celebrate them or don't celebrate them because you're morally opposed, please uh, email me host at centersun twenty one dot com. I want to hear your feedback. Am I alone? <laughs> I know I'm not, but I just sit alone. I just sit alone during the holiday. And not because I'm like lonely or depressed. No, it's because I literally do not want to be a part of it. But catch me on New Year's though. <laughs> like catch me on New Year's because I'm getting fucked up and I'm dancing for eight hours to the music that you hear in the background of this podcast. So, um, black gay people, we're going to talk about something very important today. And um, I want to start out by playing Truth or Dare with myself. <clears throat> Dare to stop smoking. How about that? Um, well, okay. Well, the FDA may ban menthols. So if you're a menthol cigarette smoker, you need to figure out a plan on decreasing that because one day it's just going to be banned and they're going to be illegal. And then we're going to be making menthol cigarettes in our bathtub like what like oh my god we're gonna be making menthol cigarettes with coat hangers like 
Oh, uh, like, come on. But it makes sense because either the United States government is about to give everyone health care, which they should. Smoking is like the third leading cause of death in the United States. So. And who is disproportionately affected by cigarette ads, cigarette chemicals, cigarette evilness things? Black people, they're always the ones that lose first. So I'm happy that Newports will be declining, but they're just getting into the weed business. We're just we're just going to transition to weed, which is fine. Anyway, moving along, let's play tr- Truth or Dare. Truth or Dare, dare to get on the ground. Dare, <laughs> dare to get on the ground. <laughs> on your knees and peer underneath a brand new Subaru sedan. Well, that's a weird dare. <laughs> but but my neighbor made, made me do that one time. He bought, he's an old man. He bought a new car. It's a very nice car. If you, I wish I had Subaru money. Like they're just as expensive as, as a Mercedes Benz because they are so lit. Like, I don't know if you know anything about Subarus, but if an old white man tells you to get on the ground and look at the fucking frame of that bitch, you get your ass on the ground and look at the frame. Fuck. He was so excited. It was ridiculous, but he was so excited that he couldn't stop talking about that damn alloy frame. It was just brand new. I think Impreza. What's the sedan version? Not the Outback, but the one that's a car. I don't know. But they start around 40 grand or so. Like they start at 40 grand. Start starting price. Yeah. Um, that's like base and then who buys like a standard base Subaru no you trick that bitch out it's 60 50 60 thousand dollars for uh, like a regular ass car like that's a regular ass car but it got alloy and shit on it because you can they want you to drive up mountains and because if you ever have you ever driven in Colorado one time we I was on a party bus and the party bus couldn't even go up the mountain because of the altitude and it didn't have no air conditioning because the altitude like what so you need these so you need car basically subaru is made for a specific environment but in the midwest has no purpose so except for vanity if that's your thing because vanity here is a little bit different you either are very skinny that's thing uh very rich that's another thing or you have a car that's a big thing um, whether or not your social status, whatever, as long as your car is top notch, bam, bam, bleep, bleep, um, people obsess over it. So, um, he died recently though, like not recently, but like a few years ago and not to chuckle at his death, but every time I walk out of my house, I feel like his spirit is still there and he was obsessive like but he had like bad knees and stuff so he would be moved he would move slow around his car and stuff but he would be washing that bitch vacuuming that bitch perfect uh, protecting it from the sunlight he was he was genuinely happy he grew up on this street that i live on right now so it's a very small street there are maybe like two or three houses um it's in a densely populated area but because it's like abandoned and it's just prostitutes and shit around here it's being gentrified right now. Like half a million dollar houses are going up across the street in my dumbass apartment, but it's fine. Um, but the people that that grew up here still live here, and so I feel like every time I walk out of my house, because his sons have just moved into his house, because his sons always lived across the street. 
So it's very weird. They grew up on, on, on the street. They've lived there their entire life. He died. He owned his house and then died in his house alone, unfortunately, because his sons were across the street. But he had a heart attack in his bathroom. His sons moved into his house. They are right now gentrifying the house that his sons lived in across the street. I thought they owned them, but uh, he didn't own the one across the street. So that one's being torn down. So that's it's going to be reshaped in a minute. But the, his car's still here. And because he had bad knees, he always had like a handicap. He had a special handicap spot because it's street parking. So you can get a handicap spot if you live right on, you know, if you don't have a parking lot or whatever or parking driveway whatever i'm trying to say you know what i'm trying to say goddamn but <laughs> i feel his spirit every time i walk out of my house i literally see this man i'm expecting him to be on the ground doing something with this car and then me walking up to him being like look at the pearl finish on that bitch today like what like come through subaru but um he's not here no more and I realized that the other day. It was so weird. And um, so, yeah, he dared me to get on the ground. I got on the ground. I looked at the alloy frame and I got to experience a little bit of joy that he um, was feeling at the time. Ready for truth? Okay, truth. <laughs> um, so I first, I have this weird, okay, I'm just going to say it. I want a hotep to fuck me. Like, it's true. Oh, God. Well, basically, I'm looking for, like, just any self-obsessed man who speaks his mind on the internet with dreadlocks and dark skin and beautiful eyes. But I'm trying to perpetuate this obsession that I have with straight guys. Like, I think we all have it. And it's about this, like, socialization. Like, you hate, you're socialized to hate everything about yourself and then obsess over everything outside of yourself. So, of course... I don't hate myself because I'm gay, but like I still am obsessed with straight guys. <laughs> like, ugh, whatever. But their aggression and their insufferable masculinity, I'm like, is endearing. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just love them. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. But hoteps with your locks and your beards and your boots and your long fucking nails. Because I'm a nail biter. And your long nails. And you speak with a flowing poetry and flowing language. And you draw me in with your dumbass softness. But you keep me at a distance. Because you start describing the things that I'm using air quotes right now. The things as they should be. And... In the moment, I just ignore your insults and the potential, and I call them insults because the because of the potentiality of violence. Choke me, choke me, daddy. Spin my. Never mind. Anyway, let me. Um, I can't ignore my feelings, <laughs> but what I can ignore are fucked up ideologies, and I also cannot ignore the feelings of other people especially when the con when there's like a consequence of like someone being hurt i can't ignore that and i was drawn in recently by a pretty strong brow let me let me tell you Woo louisiana accent and rhetoric that expressed some very strong ideas new age ideas about like it's ascension and aliens and spirituality 
crazy shit like shit that kid fury and crystal are like what flat earth bitch like what like where's the edge bitch like what that's still still the funny still the funniest episode of the read <laughs> where the edge at bitch oh but anyway flat borderline flat earth shit you know decreasing but you know resist and it's not about whether or not the earth is flat that's not what those ideas are about it's about decreasing resistance to modern indoctrination so we are taught that the world is a globe how the fuck do you know the world is a globe because some old white dude told you like no that's not how anything works (laughs) that's not how anything works we need to start decreasing um or increasing sorry increasing our resistance to um modern indoctrination because just because somebody told us something like just because everyone tells you that gay people are evil and that they're going to hell is that true oh okay no all right got it okay so um i don't think the earth is flat but i definitely don't believe that it's a globe i can definitely don't believe that shit because there are just it's just too much shit that the government's like if okay if the world is a globe why did they photoshop it like that's all i want to know if it's a globe why you got to cover it up what are you covering up okay well then until until you tell me what you're covering up i'm not gonna think it's a globe so whatever but (coughs) excuse me excuse me but anyway i'm gonna plummet back down to earth sorry we have a we have a task at hand we have a task here i'm plummeting back down to earth so i quickly took the information that suited me at the time because i knew i was having a moment and i exited stage left and you know okay bye girl can't do this because the next thing is like we're going to talk about women and gender and i'm like you know what i can't do that but i did learn a few things and i'm going to caution you it's a roundabout way of learning for me so i don't learn in a linear way i have i time travel through my mind back and forwards constantly and if i learn something new i'm always considering or my mind is always trying to reference something and it's just automatic so i learned a few things even though i was under a magic spell of strong brows and dreadlocks but it's fine but that black gay people must be protected at all costs and i'm being very very serious and this hotep interpretation of the hierarchy within the universe does not involve trivial aspects of humanity like fucking gender expression like what like masculine and feminine dualities like that doesn't mean anything about human expression we use the word masculine and feminine to help us describe what a duality is but it has no bearing on how men and women and anybody in between that expresses their gender on a day-to-day basis on a day-to-day basis like what so when i hear these things i'm like oh god you people because that's why i'm like black people black gay people have ascended we are there we are like 50 million and that's why they want us to go away the conspiracy though the conspiracy Uh, a lot of hoteps are just ignorant because at the end of the day they're straight people and they don't you don't have a frame of reference outside of the socialization or your umwelt 
because you're a straight dude. And um, as a straight guy, everything because of your biology and your biological imperative to procreate, everything you do relates to women. Thus causing you a fucked up consciousness <laughs> or causing inherent duality and not the good duality. This duality that um, is forcing, is like igniting Trump's fire to like abuse trans people or igniting this fire of Twitter to abuse this trans woman and this man who's attracted to a trans woman and had sex with her. Like this is like really fucking, oh my God, it's terrible. But the more, the more we regress as a society, the more black gay people keep ascending. And the more y'all argue with each other on Twitter, you don't have to do that. Anyway, they simply, Hotep's just don't have a frame of reference and they don't have to. That's fine. So moving along, I've learned that people, um, I've learned that people strongly believe that dualities in nature directly cause dualities in our reality as humans. And dualities in our humanity are not finite. <laughs> Just like our biology is not finite. So what are what are those dualities? What are what is a duality? A duality like dual, dual role, like two, do, dos, dose, do say, dos, duality, dual. You know, that's those parts of speech. It just means two. Like a bisexual person, a dice, disexual, you know, like any of, you know, all those parts of speech. They're all related. So what is what is a dual a duality? I'm specifically talking about gender, gender expression, sex, sexuality. That's what I'm going to like focus on today, because we think men and women are the only things to exist straight and gay are the only things that exist or straight and not straight are the only things that exist gender expression masculine masculinity or whatever it is i'm bad with language but i don't it don't have nothing to do with me because i'm cisgender like i don't have to it is not important for me as long as i as long as you respect the humanity of every person and allow them to exist it doesn't matter if your language is fucked up um, but it does matter when your language is fucked up when it's like completely critically wrong. But it, but anyway, gender expression, you know, um, you express your masculinity, you express femininity, your gender, whether you're a boy or a girl, like this and that, like those are dualities that I'm talking about today. And black gay people, we live on a spectrum. So instead of thinking of a duality as like light and dark, uh, I don't even know what else is a nature, natural duality, light and dark. But even that, like there's light and there's dark, but in the middle, there's a whole sh spectrum of grays, bitch. <laughs> like that's what I'm talking about. There's ain't no fucking thing as dualities, even in nature. Because nature, nature, because of the, because nature includes infinity, like there are extremes. So light is an extreme of infinity. Dark is an extreme of infinity, like the absence of which. Oh God, I can't. But anyway, but anyway, basically we've been as we've been, 
done ascended basically and black gay people are still being killed to this day because we don't vibe with the rest of the world we just don't vibe we we don't vibe with y'all y'all got some fucked up views and this is to be expected so as a result we got to band together and use our powers for good because the if we wait for the outside world our government and the like to respect us and to create a reality in which we are valued we'll never get it to illustrate my point I could tell you a sad story another well another ridiculous story about nothing um or i give you stats about why you should care um and for some reason my higher self is screaming at me right now um and it's screwed you know what it's screaming the rocks the rocks will cry out the rocks the rock the rocks will cry out and um i feel compelled to read a parable of jesus so um and i don't practice christianity and but i still feel it's it's comparable it's because i grew up as a baptist and i grew up in church this is really the only way that i can understand this is where my umwelt started so this is where my all my decisions are made out of my upbringing so i'm gonna open your bible basically i gotta grab my bible so i'm reading the new language the new living translations my favorite translation hi guys beauty blogger here with the new living translation uh, Luke chapter Luke Matthew Mark Luke Matthew Mark Luke um, Luke 19 so weird I read the fucking Bible but Jesus was also like an ascendant being so we're gonna like fucking Christ consciousness like whether or not you believe in this shit it's still a good goddamn story and it's a great analogy Okay. So we're going to be reading Luke. Luke chapter 19, verse 1 through 40. So let me get my glasses together. Um, Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. I'm going to have fun today. (laughs) Okay, so this is about... Okay, so starting at Luke chapter 19, Jesus entered Jericho and made his way through the town. There was a man named, oh God, I can't read these things, Zacchaeus, and he was the chief tax collector in the region. He was Uncle Sam, and he had become very rich. He tried to get a look at Jesus, but he was too short to see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree beside the road. And for Jesus, um, he was going to um, wait for him as he passed along the way. You know, obviously I'm paraphrasing because this fucking Bible is so small. Gosh. So when Jesus, ca- when Jesus came by, moving on to verse five, when Jesus came by, he looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by name he said Zacchaeus quick come down I must be a guest in your home today like he was like so lit Zacchaeus quickly climbed down and took Jesus to his house in great excitement and joy but the people were displeased he was gone he was gone to he was gone to be the guest of a notorious sinner they grumbled Meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and said, I will give you half my wealth to the, sorry, 
I'm getting excited. I'm like, woo, speak to me, Lord. <laughs> Work through me. <laughs> but anyway, Zaki said, I will give half my wealth to the poor, Lord. And if I have cheated people on their taxes, I will give them back four times as much. So in verse nine, Jesus responds, salvation has come to this home today for this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham for the son of man came to seek and save those who are lost. So moving along to verse 11. I told you it was long. This is a long episode today. So the crowd was listening to, so this is verse 11. The crowd was listening to everything Jesus said. And because he was nearing Jerusalem, he told them a story to correct the impression that the kingdom of God would begin right away. He said, a noble man was called away to a distant empire to be crowded, to be crowded, to be crowned king and then return. Before he left, he called together 10 of his servants and divided among them 10 pounds of silver, saying, invest this for me while I am gone. But his people hated him and sent a delegation after him to say, we do not want him to be our king. No. So after he was crowned king, he returned and called in his servants to whom he had given the money. <laughs> and then... He wanted to find out what their profits were. So the first servant reported, Miss Massa, I invested your money. It made 10 times the original amount to raise. And Jesus said, well done. The king exclaimed, or so Jesus went on to say that what the king exclaimed, well done. You are a good servant. You have been faithful with the little I entrusted to you. So you will be governor of 10 cities as your reward. I'm like, uh, no, thank you. Can I get one though? So uh, anybody got all this energy for 10 cities? And the next servant reported master invested. I invested your money and made five times the original amount of bonus. Well done. The king said you will be governor over five cities. Huh. Okay, I'll take five. But the third servant brought back only the original amount of money and said, Master, I hid your money and kept it safe. I was afraid because you are a hard man to deal with, taking what isn't yours and harvesting crops you did not plant. Verse 22 goes on to describe, You wicked servant! The king roared. Your own words condemn you, bitch. <laughs> If you knew that, I'm a if you knew that I'm a hard man who takes what isn't mine and crops I did not plant, why didn't you deposit my money in the damn bank? At least I could have gotten some return on investment, at least a savings account. Like the return is at least one or two percent, bitch. I would at least got a penny, something. Then, turning to the others standing nearby, the king ordered, take the money from his servant. Well, he ordered, take the money from that servant. That lame, not lame, sorry, ableist. I'm being a lame. I'm, I'm work, work on me, Jesus. It's fine. Take that money from that servant and give it to the ones who already had 10 pounds. But master, he said, they already have 10 pounds. Yes, the king replied, and to those who use well that they are given, even more will be given. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. 
And as for these enemies of mine who didn't want me to be their king, bring them in and execute them right here in front of me. Jesus didn't play. He didn't give a fuck. So moving along to verse 28, and this is important. I'm reading this because it's important. So this is the second parable in this in this thing. And there's a there's a greater point. So <laughs> Sorry. It's just weird. It's just weird to read the Bible on air right now. But it works. I mean, it's the first it it just popped in my mind and it works. So verse 28, after telling the story, Jesus went on toward Jerusalem, walking ahead of his disciples. And as they came to the towns of Beth Bethphage and Bethany on the Mount of Olives, he sent two disciples ahead. Go into that village over there, he said. As you enter it, you will see a young donkey tied there that no one has ever ridden because he's a donkey and untie that bitch and bring it here untie untie the donkey bring it bring it here sorry if anyone asks why are you untying that colt just say the lord needs it okay jesus said like stop asking so many goddamn questions or gosh darn questions oh, i'm so bad at being religious i'm so bad at being spiritual it's not even funny but anyway Verse 32, so they went and found that damn colt, just as Jesus had said, and sure enough, they were untying it, and the owners were like, why are you untying that colt? Like, why are you just showing up untying my colt? And the disciples simply replied, well, the Lord needs it. Like, it's just what it is. And then he caught me red-handed. <laughs> the Lord, though. Um, so they brought the colt to Jesus and threw the garments over it for him to ride, because it's like, you can't just get on the back of a donkey and like your whole genital area will be sore. So like you need at least something. You need a coat on the colt. So as he rode along, the crowd spread out their garments on the road because like it's Jesus. Like, oh, I don't have nothing to give this man but the sum on my back though. And their garments on the road ahead of him. And when they reached um, the place where the road started down the Mount of Olives, all of his followers be- um, began to shout and sing. Like, exclaim, exclamation point. But they shouted and sang as they walked along, and they praised God for all the wonderful miracles they had seen. And they said, quote, Blessings on the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Please be in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Da-da-da. The world is amazing. Praise be. And but for some, but for some of the Pharisees among the crowd, like the haters, uh, the teacher, they said, teacher, rebuke these basic bitches. Rebuke your followers uh, for saying things like that, because what you are not is the king of like the universe. And he was like, "Uh." if they kept quiet. The stones along the road would burst into cheers. So, because it's like, uh, the rocks will cry out. So, from the source right here, right here. Oh, and uh, amen or whatever you say at the end of a scripture. Uh, uh, may, uh, what is the thing that you say at the end of the scriptures? Damn it. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one for another. No, not 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 that one. Uh, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. No, not Jesus' name we pray. Amen. There's something we would say after every scripture, and I forget what the thing is, but the Lord knows what I was going to try to say. Anyway. 
Stone. Did you enjoy that Bible verse? <laughs> that chapter, that was Luke 19, 1 through 40. And I forget how I, uh, what is it? Ritualized it. I don't even know what I'm trying to say because I'm excited. But basically, what are you? What did you gather from that passage? Before I go on, you can take a moment, gather your thoughts, craft a response, send it to host at centrison21.com, or you can tweet me if you have if you can fit it in 240 words. I would be very impressed. Um, tweet me at host at centrison21 on Twitter. But we're going to, I'm just going to give you a few of my thoughts, okay? So thank you for listening. Uh, If this is new for you, welcome. We're at 55 minutes, welcome. (laughs) So the first thing I wanted to point out was that Jesus didn't give a fuck. Like he literally did not, he was like, I don't care. He, I don't care. Um, So the first thing I gather from this thing is the fuck mass appeal. There is nothing, nothing in your life is for everybody. You, unless you're like the president, like that's your job. Unless you signed up to do that job, you are not, you don't have to be that person. So fuck mass appeal. Do what your feels right for you. If you want to get up in a goddamn tree and look over the crowd, get up in a tree and look over the crowd. Cause guess who's, who might see your ass. Jesus might see your ass and then invite you somewhere. Uh, that's what I'm trying to do, you know, bitch. So, those people, any of these people described in this story, did not hesitate. When they saw, when they were excited, they were excited. And when Jesus brought his ass through wherever he was coming through, they tuned in to what they needed to, to do. They were like, oh, put this stuff on the ground, Ooh, get the coal, get your clothes. Start, start cheering. The king of the king of uh, whoever is here. They took off their garments. They tapped into the energy around them, and they turned themselves into who they wanted to be at that time. Remember, the world and everything in it is finite. What is finite is what we deem important. We create that reality. Outside of that are just remnants of our existence. So it didn't matter what else was happening at that moment. Jesus was coming. That was the reality. This is what we have to do. Therefore, we should only focus our control on the things we deem finite. And how do you figure out what's finite to you? What's your reality? What's what's inside of your umwelt? Well... God gave you gifts. Dummy. Did you forget? <laughs> Cuz those gifts are not small, they're not stupid. They the gifts aren't dumb. You're dumb for not realizing it and then subsequently using them to the best of their ability. But these gifts are not sustainable. Or sorry. These gifts are the only sustainable thing in your life. That's why they are your reality. So they're extremely valuable. They're highly valuable. Maybe not to society, but to your higher self. Value. The most valuable thing. Some some may get gifts that are more valuable than others. But I'm telling you, black gay people, 
we that bitch. Like, we're literally, like, how do we have so many gifts? Like, of course, like, oh, God, thank you, God. <laughs> like, how else will we get through this world? How else? So what is the moral of the of this parable? What is this parable teaching me? Grass is green where you water it. And we are mandated to invest our gifts and return an investment, like a big one, like a good return, at least five times. So you got to use your tools. You got to accept yourself. Like literally, like, oh my God, I can't, I can't even, like it's coming, it's coming out of me. Otherwise, the rocks, the stones on the fucking ground, we know that everything has a vibration. Everything is a vibrational, has a vibrational frequency. So are you going to let fucking rocks <laughs> be more energetic than you? And now y'all know I love crystals. I just spent $80 on crystals because when I touch them, I feel like I'm having an, ex- I, I, I'm going to explain to you what it feels like. I have, I haven't written it down. I'm just still conceptualizing what crystals do to me. But ain't no way in hell a crystal is going to be more animated than my dumbass. So, how does this relate to your daily life? Well, we talk about manifestation as some kind of like magic spell, and all you gotta do is dot dot dot, and it's inside of you, and just realize the power and this and that, and that's a great analogy, you know. Kind of making it seem like it's magic and black magic and da da da. And though it is technically magic, manifestation can actualize within us and outside of us. And we are fortunate. Yes. Turn to your neighbor and say, Fortune. <laughs> we are fortunate. Do not be the first humans. Because this whole idea of duality, if you think about the first humans, um, even though we were, we do not have to, we did not have to live on the ground and like eat like raw meat and things in order to figure out, um, how to survive on this planet. But we can acknowledge the fact that their expressions have led to this moment, discovering the wheel, crying after being burned by the first fire, you know, all those things that like made man, man, um, we did not have to, um, or like laughing at Paula Dean's ass, like forgetting fire for being a racist. Like we see, like we see the realities that create, that are created by people and those realities are very hard to change. Take for instance, the energy of Satan. So I focus on Christ's energy. Other people focus on Satan energy. I'm not saying it's bad, but I feel negativity and destruction and pessimism and misery more when I talk about Satan than when I do about Christ. So I'm going to focus on things that make me feel good. And even though um, humans have given a face to that energy, we... um, we have images of Lucifer we cannot shake, even if we tried. Um, because with all of the things um, we're shown, like we're just giving messages of like who the devil is, what the devil is, what is Lucifer, what is Satan. And instead of, and just like Jesus, I believe that a person most likely embodied this energy 
Um, but from it's not a physical physical person or a physical place or anything. It's probably it's probably just like a set of ideas that we have created. So like hell exists because we believe it exists. So you will go to hell if you believe that there is a hell. Um, I ascended from to that idea like a years ago. I didn't even know how to articulate it, but I was like, so what if the devil's not real? So I'm not going there. Okay, bam. Then the devil's not real. Bam. And then I've been, I, and then I've been on this journey of like self self discovery and self acceptance ever since. <laughs> so we have images of Lucifer we cannot shake even if we tried, and um, we do not always have control over what has already manifested in this umvelt. But moving forward, we can create new things. Enough of us can create a shift in the way the cookie crumbles. So the solutions to our problems uh, are encompassed by all of our life experiences, basically. In a nutshell, yeah. So I can still reference life-altering advice from the Bible and subscribe fully, even though I don't worship white God. These ideas already exist. Angels already exist. Jesus already existed. I am proposing a new method of discovery, though. Using the life experiences of all of them, good, bad, and ugly, in combination with the cognition of every black gay person, because we have been given that's our power. Through this expression and through storytelling, we can actually start returning our investment 5, 10, 15, 20-fold. And this is that new earth that Oprah has been sharing with me all these years. It just started clicking. And as a result, guess who I'm competing with right now on live on my live stream? I'm going to try to compete with Oprah. Well, I actually didn't know that I was going to do that. I didn't know that Super Soul Sunday um, aired at 11 o'clock on Sunday, but guess who also is airing at 11 o'clock on Sunday on today? Center of the Sun, thank you for listening. So um, that's it for today. Basically, the moral of the story is that the kingdom is within us and outside of us. What is above is so below. God is there. And we can live forever. We can figure this out together. We can evolve together. I appreciate the time you have shared with me today. Take care.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make the brave decision to venture within, you will unlock your true potential so you can push forward with confidence, conviction, and a purpose. For only $1, you can become a Center of the Sun Plus Gold member and get closer to that purpose. No matter how difficult the process may be, remember it's your resilience and commitment that will ultimately lead you to where you want to go.